I've always been curious as to what the driver is of why some people dedicate their lives to meditation and hardcore spiritual practices. You hear about these monks that will meditate for years straight by choice and it gets you thinking like what in the actual reality is going on here? Same thing goes when you hear people talk about crystals and energy healing. It's as if they figured something else out that no one else in the world knows about and they're so excited to share it with the world. Well, as someone who is super open-minded, I've always been curious to know more about the spiritual world and today's guest blew my freaking mind and expectations away. Rosalia Heenan originally comes from Bulgaria, Europe and currently lives and works in both Bali and Los Angeles. For 13 years, she successfully managed one of Bulgaria's largest fashion and modeling agencies. Her agency was also a leading producer for fashion television programs and contests. Rosalia became a highly respected leader in her country's fashion industry. In the last few years of her fashion career, she actually moved to Germany and worked with Miss Germany as well as top model of the world organizations. But soon after, Rosalia began her personal journey of self-discovery and growth through practicing holistic medicine. She studied a great variety of methods such as working with the inner child, crystal therapy, and other holistic practices. She says life has a way of guiding us to exactly where we want to be. So in 2006, Rosalia visited Bali for the first time and decided to leave her successful career behind and focus on something greater, living for two years in seclusion fasting and sacred silence. To this, she credits unlocking her inner world and she immersed herself, discovering the depth of crystal healing, sacral geometry, and symbols. In 2009, she began working with her first Ati Yoga teacher. She studied and practiced in Nepal and Bhutan for eight years with several great masters. During this period, she modified different methods of holistic therapies and crystal healing to help people overcome their fears of transformation and to find harmony in relative reality. So what this introduction is going to tell you that there is a lot going on in this episode and I'm so excited to dive deeper. In this episode, we discuss what it means to reach enlightenment, what, why, and how regarding taking a vow for two years of silence. And to be clear, that means no talking whatsoever for two years. Online versus storefronts when building a business and the powerful effects of meditation. As always, you can watch this podcast with Rosalia and I live on YouTube. And without further ado, episode seven. 72 with Rosalia Heenan. Let's jump into it. Here we are with the amazing Rosalia Heenan, who is just an absolute light on a dark day. She's just gleaming with energy. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and to talk to you and eventually to share something from the wisdom. <laughs> the wisdom. And, and you've had a really interesting life story. But before we get into that, uh, it's really awesome that we met through our mutual connection, Cindy. Um, what an amazing human. I just want to give a quick shout out to Cindy Cohen. And uh, just overall, just a lot of, a lot of good people. But I'm just fascinated with learning more about who you are as a person. I mean, you've done some studying in other countries and you're selling a very particular niche, jewelry for enlightenment. You know, a lot of people when it comes to crystals and when it comes to these different therapies, there's a lot of, you know, different people doing it. Some people think it's, it's not real. Other people live and swear and die by it. I'm really curious in, to learn about, you know, where did this journey of, of your enlightenment begin? Yeah, it's actually quite long journey. Um, I I don't know where exactly start, but the, I was like 15 years in the fashion industry, and that's why I have this touch of uh, design and be cool. And uh, I have a fashion and model agency and production company for in my country for many many years. So, and one day I was like a quite a very successful. I was living in Germany. I have a beautiful family. And one day I just look it into myself and I see that something is not enough. The success, the family, um, the nice environment was not enough. And I was searching for something more and then start this journey. So I left my business, I left my family and I decided to stay in silence for two years. And uh, I left Germany and I was in Indonesia for the last 10 years. So after the two years of silence, actually, 
it's come this meaningful business to make business with reason, to make business in order to help others, to make business, to uh, give the people the possibility to reach their higher potential. So the jury is one of my extension, the extension of my wisdom, what I receive in all the years in Indonesia and in um, Nepal, just to share with people much more energy, much more wisdom, and to help them on the way, because in the moment it's not so easy time for everybody. So there's a lot there. Let's start with two years of silence. Where does that come from? How does one begin to even make quite such a decision? And then at any point, are you just like one or two months in, I, I got to break this? <laughs> um, actually, it starts naturally. I think uh, the journey inside uh, us, it starts naturally. Start with the aspiration that you want really to search something deeper than that's what is outside and to understand where come everything from. Um, it was just, I was thinking first to make just 40 days diving into myself and seeing what is that, what I don't understand. And that's turning on like into the very long journey. And I want to say that in this journey, I learn more and I receive more wisdom than all my life through all the books or everything else. So I think that's what you can find within yourself. I think it's the biggest wisdom. So that's why I think, and that's also opened me to make the jewelry and to help people. So that's just amazing to me. Two years, which means no, you, so you're not talking to anybody. You're dead quiet. No, yes. Yeah. Do you ever, you know, go to sleep and, and you find yourself talking in your sleep and you're like, oops. <laughs> I mean, uh, the talking is the process, uh, like, uh, you know, talking to yourself or talking with your thoughts or talking with something. It's the process what we cannot stop. Yeah. Uh, but at least to cut off the, all the contact with the outside world and go diving deeper. Yeah, that's what's possible. And after quite of time, it's... Uh, very beautiful journey. You start to connect to the different dimension. You start to connect to different uh, aspects of you that you never before even understand this exist. Yeah. Do you tell your friends before you do this? Do you let everyone know, yeah. like, hey, BT yes, Dubs, yes. I'm going well yeah. to be quiet for the next year or two? <laughs> yes, it was very well prepared because if you don't prepare, it's not possible to do. Yeah. So you go to a grocery store and you're just like, <laughs> I don't go to grocery store. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, it was prepared. It was people who take care of me. So oh, I, okay. I don't need to communicate with the world. <laughs> was, this, was this in Bali? Yes, in Nusa Penida and in Bali, yes. So you studied yoga as well or a form of yoga? Um, after my silence, I was a Dzogchen practitioner for many years. I'm already Dzogchen practitioner for more than 11 years. And uh, that is kind of the Tibetan uh, Buddhism practice. Um, and it's teach me a lot and it's give me a lot of wisdom and practices in order I to grow and to find my own wisdom. But uh, that's, what I, um, that's what I teach and that's what I create and that's what I write my books about is uh, beyond that. It is more like for everybody, even they're not practitioner, even they're normal people who just want to live better life. Amazing. When you say doctor practitioner, do you mean like you went to a traditional med med school or is it a naturopath? Yeah, I, I have uh, yeah, I have lived with my guru for quite eight years. Um, it is Dzogchen uh, practice. Yeah, I live with the monk and I study with him and I teach with him. And uh, yes. So you live with the monk who then teaches you everything he knows and you become a teacher of his teachings. Uh, yeah obviously. <laughs> Amazing. That's so cool. So are you all about just living a life uh, from when you eat food? Is it, is it all, always based on healing foods and everything you put in your body is well-crafted to the point that you just can achieve maximum energy? Um, actually, I believe that the all human beings who is conscious understand this, whatever what you eat, it's become you. It's so fundamental that you eat today one apple and this apple just in a couple of hours become, become human being. So of course, we have to be absolutely conscious what we put in our body, also how we appreciate the food or the water what we drink. So of course, yeah, that is my first uh, obligation. If I want to take care of this body, the food what I eat and the water what I drink have to be really high quality and high vibration, full with water and uh, really full of prana, yeah, of the energy. 
Oh, that's so interesting. There's so many different avenues I want to take this down because I could just talk about this, the energy deal for a very long time. But let's let's focus real quick on the crystal healing because that's something I'm really curious about. Can you tell us a little bit about what exactly is crystal healing and where does it kind of come from? Okay, the crystal healing practice, um, if we speak about crystal healing, of course, we speak about crystals. And that is my biggest love in my life. So uh, before to start my silence, I was already connected to the crystals. And when I go through my journey, the crystal was uh, the instrument, there was the tool what helped me through during all these years to develop my ability to grow and really to connect spiritually. Uh, and uh, I can't say this, I have unbelievable connection with them. So the crystals, they're like uh, our friends. So the crystals is the only one creature in the world what have completely the same matrix like the human being's body and the human being consciousness. So actually they're the only one thing what they don't have is our five senses. So they're absolutely pure. And uh, we can, they have, uh, there are many, many, many kinds of crystals, but the, the fundamental crystal what can help you is like, they can really connect to you, stabilize you and help you to achieve your dreams. So let's say many people want to stop to be angry. Let's say, just give a sample. They want to stop to be angry or they want to be happy. But on, just after 10 minutes of this decision, they make the same like before. They again scream you or they again get upset or something. So the crystal is when you really take decision and you want to do something in your life, they can give you the stability, they can give you the energy, they, they can be your tool you to really achieve that's what you want. Uh, the other kind of the crystals, they can help you to go to your next level just through the information what they have, through the energy what they have. So the crystal close to you or in connection with you, they can really balance your body, balance your energy centers, balance your life. They're like an invisible friend who really know what you need, even without you to believe that. You don't need to believe. That's amazing. Are, are you the type of, of practitioner that can see energy like visually? <laughs> I think we all can see energy if we're a little bit we're all the same if we focus a little bit like uh, more and that's what you do you'll be see everything so I, but just, I mean I mean like legit radiating energy like some people they'll just like they walk around it's almost like there's halos around people's skin because it's like people are glowing in real time because they're so connected or is that a thing um like I say even you close your eyes now and try to connect to other people and see their vibration, you'll be able to do it. So people see that's what they're focused on it. So when you're focused a little bit in, invisible, you can see it, you can feel it, you can uh, even change it. <laughs> that is amazing. And there's so many different crystals. Is there a certain crystal that corresponds with a certain person? Or like, would you be able to tell me what would be my crystal or would I have to go in and do something? Okay, I have to I have to really tell you something like I always advise everybody who speaks to me and who asks me this question never believe somebody if they would, this is crystal for you because the crystals they have very powerful energy what can connect to your senses and the moment that you see your crystal the moment that you feel your crystal he'll connect to you and you feel this will to have it you feel this oh, oh my god i have to have this crystal i have to touch it or i have to have close to me so this communication is like a relationship like a love and you really have to feel with your heart so i always recommend if you see crystal just close your eyes close bring close to your heart and just talk to the crystal connect to the crystal and then you see that it's yours or it's not and i always say that the crystal come to you in the right time so if you're ready to have crystal if you're ready to have these tools and instruments to grow they'll be find you in a certain way and you just have to be there and to open your eyes to have it you're the real deal with this crystal stuff. That was an amazing, because I was going to ask, I was like, does some of these crystals almost act as a placebo to people um, versus them being truly connected to it? But th your answer just explained that completely. So thanks for going into that. So, and, and, and you know five languages, correct? Yes. Does that ever get complicated inside of your head? You're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just told you before to start our conversation. The English is 
the last and the worst. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. No, it's I love to communicate with people. And when you live in different places, I think it's important you to start to understand the culture and start to understand the people and um, really to give your best to connect to everybody. I love to speak with people. I love to share. And that's why it's important you to be able to communicate with different nations. Amazing. In terms of what you're doing on a daily basis to maintain or to live this lifestyle that you live, whether it be holistic therapies or methods of healing, uh, what does a typical day look like in terms of the tea you're drinking or you know, how much hours you sleep? Like Anything you can mention that you found that really optimizes your specific lifestyle? Um, I think the lifestyle is one of the most important things uh, of the human beings because uh, your daily ritual, your lifestyle create your future and create also your um, energy system. Uh, I don't believe when people say that you have to sleep a lot. Um, when I feel good, I don't need more than four hours to sleep. When I really have a lot of activities and I'm more about uh, working with people, then maybe I need six hours. But not Normally, the human beings eat healthy. If the human being is really conscious, four hours, five hours is completely enough. Um, my day starts always with the, with the connection, connection to the, your inner self, connection to the dimensions. What up, party people? This is a quick Len Jones break to announce the winner of this week's $50 gift certificate. Congratulations to Michelle B for being our winner. Please shoot me a direct message to collect your prize. Each podcast episode, we will be giving out $50 to a random listener who leaves the podcast a review on iTunes and shares this podcast episode on their Instagram story. Remember to tag me on Instagram at Len Jones so I can reshare your post and celebrate you on my timeline. Now, now, let's jump back into this podcast with Rosalia. This is something I am curious about because you've traveled all around the world and you've seen these different uh, countries and the different levels of people inside of the countries and cultures. Is there a certain culture out of any country you've been that truly inspires you the most that you think uh, just kind of blew you away? Um, I can I can say that it's... Um all the culture inspire me so like uh, generally i love people that's why i come I, that, that's why i also come to america because it's, it's unbelievable to see different culture different people so everybody have a different perspective and it's interesting to learn how we can communicate with them um i'm very open to everybody i'm very impressed uh, of course from the place where i live i live in bali for 10 years so my house is there my uh, my home is there and I make my, my permanent stay there. Uh, I was very impressed because people have unbelievable old culture and it's so interesting to live in a place like that. But uh, I also want to explore. So like when I come to America, like a couple of years ago, I see the people need more help than the people in Bali or in Nepal, of course. So that's why you have just to see where is your point of view, what you want to do. Like I think all people is amazing and if they can, um, if they can really connect to themselves and to know that they can achieve their higher potential, they have to work on this area, you know. It seems like Bali is one of the number one destinations for people that are, number one, offer an, an epic vacation or, or offer a spiritual journey. It seems like it's, it's really evolved as, a, as an amazing place. A lot of Westerners are moving there. Have you just fell in love with the country as a whole, or is does it have all the same amenities? Would you say like you could definitely get along living in Bali? I I want to say that is um, Bali is not like a whole country. Uh, Bali is very specific energetic place, but uh, awaken the people certain area of their energy centers, and you really can connect more deeply to different dimension. That's why many people go there in order to make art or to connect to there. So I start to make the jewelry in Bali. Uh, but there are many places like this in the world. I've been in many, many other powerful places. And uh, like a, I just visited like two months ago and I stay in silent in Mount Shasta. And I can say that is, I really love Mount Shasta and have the same powerful energy like Bali. Uh, and of course, Tibet, of course, Peru. Like a, there's so many places in the world and you can really connect deeper and very, very strongly and very fast to connect to yourself. You know? What are your thoughts on today's society when it comes to the world of smartphones? I mean, we are so disconnected as because uh, we're just so 
constantly using our phones. I'm, I'm texting people. I'm talking through Facebook Messenger. You know, our attention is constantly getting diverted. When I see someone like you and, and you're able to not talk to anybody and just and stay so focused and get connected, uh, I'm in awe because you must be at this level of presentness that is just doesn't exist uh, in the world today or it's very, very rare. You know what I'm talking about? I know very well what you're talking about, but um, I want to say something. From one side, the telephones uh, uh, and all this new technology bring us away from each other. And from another side, I want to say the good and positive thing is, is the first era for the human beings, what you can just share one sentence and millions of people can hear you. So it's amazing time. We all to awake, we all to connect, we all really to have a bigger reason to live. So let's say in the 2000 years ago, Jesus or whatever bigger teachers, they can share just with the one closest next to them. And if somebody writes, maybe they forget what they write and we don't know if that's what comes to us is the truth. But now you can share your wisdom, you can really grow and you can share with people and your words can stay and they can impact big mass of people. So I think it's incredible time we all to get connected uh, on another level too and just get the balance between the phones and our life. I think every human being have to have daily time to stay alone and to connect and to say, why am this world? So every morning when you're awake, just to ask yourself, why am I awake? where I am, not just live like a robot and survive and um, eat and make love and have relationships and just going, going on and then finally dying. So like just uh, two days ago, so amazing person died and all the Los Angeles, all the America was like in shock, but that's happened every single day. People die and nobody really realizes we are mortal. And that's why every second of our life, we have to pressure and we have to live and to grow and to make something better for the humanity. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really great point. And you're right. Two days ago with the whole Kobe Bryant, it was just an absolute shock to so yeah. many people. I mean, someone so great. Uh, but like you said, there's suffering worldwide and, and there's issues worldwide that need to be fixed and changed. Uh, obviously, Kobe's thing was a total tragedy and that's, that's a one-off thing. But exactly. it, it's very interesting. And, and the, the one other thing that I wanted you to touch on before we got cut off was uh, talking about what you're doing on the daily in terms of your habits when it comes to uh, that's that was it. You know, yes. <laughs> when it comes to like, what are you doing at your level of, of, of like, in your, as you as a person, what are you doing every day to stay super healthy, stay present? Like, what's your schedule look like? Okay, my first night schedule is nobody can interrupt my morning. So like my morning is connection to the, like I say, I have my uh, daily meditation, breathing and exercise with the movement, what is more to energize. And of course, many, many of the days I uh, also love to dance. Uh, and that is my morning routine. Then in the day, I really... Um, have this conscious connection 24, like I say, it's not just you meditate 10 minutes in the morning and you stop. You have to awake this consciousness all day, all every one of your activity to be made consciously. So like when you eat, eat consciously. When you speak with people, speak consciously. When you touch something, touch consciously. Because the most of the people, they lose themselves because they make everything like unconsciously. Everything is just like routine, what you don't even think about. But if you just see your food before you eat, so I'm, I'm completely vegan because I really believe I don't need to kill animals in order to feed myself. And I, I don't... Everybody can do what they want in their life, but I don't believe that if you want to go to the highest vibration and you want your channels and energy to be clean, it is possible with a lot of meat or a lot of food. So I think people don't need to eat so much. So I eat mostly one time a day, maximum two with a very uh, long distance between the food. So like I minimum have seven hours. Um, one time a week, I have 36 hours between the food. So fasting for me is like a it's like a weekly life like um it's extremely important because the body needs rest so we have to think of our body like they also get tired so we need to give them a little bit rest so that's why the um, sport is extremely important people have to use the bodies in order to uh, be active especially when you go over 30 40 years old so like i'm i'm active in, in any in any kind of uh, sport uh, yoga meditation uh, very healthy food. I don't drink anything else than water. 
<laughs> do you put anything in your water like any trace minerals or anything no i don't think so we, we need that i don't think so so uh i prepare my water always with uh, special prayers uh, every single day so my water goes to three different uh container before i to drink i never drink from the plastic and i pray for the water in the morning so 24 hours the water have to stay in the the last container what i have is from the copper and every time i drink i i feel the preciousness of the water and i don't i normally don't drink in other places than at home i always bring my water with me interesting so I, it's important so you're waiting seven hours between meals. Do you find that that's extremely effective with helping with digestion? Um, I don't believe just uh, it is very effective by digestion, but also if you want to be very active, like my days sometimes is extremely active. And at the same time, I'm passive because I teach meditation and I have to have uh, also very passive work. So in this case, it's extremely important to have energy. If we eat many times on the day, so the body gets lazy, the body gets much more tired, and you don't have the enough strength and enough energy to do it. So also the all negative, um, let's say negative, all the negative cancer cells, all the cells what is uh, uh, dis destroying, destroying the body, they cannot live like more than seven, eight hours without food. Uh, so if you make a space between the meals, you obviously will be not get very bad sickness. So like, um, it's extremely important people to know that is, if you space the meals, then the, all the negative uh, cells, they die themselves and you just uh, really regenerate. So uh, that's why I make one, one time a month, definitely 36 hours, no food, no water, in order all the cells to be regenerated. One time a month, you'll do 36 hours, no food, no weekly, water. Weekly, weekly. Oh, okay. What are your thoughts on water fasts? I think it's beautiful. I think every fast is beautiful if it's under control and if people really understand why they do. I think the people when they get uh, sick or they, they get... Um, uh, they, they have problems or challenges. It's very beautiful to fast because that's what we give them cl clarity and at the same time, health, uh, health will be really increased. That's amazing. I've had digestive issues for a very, very long time and I'm trying everything there is possible when it comes to holistic and traditional Western versus uh, your, your everyday doctor. So these are things I'm taking really to heart. So these questions I'm just like, I'm really interested in. I mean, in general, it's hard to do three solid meals for me just because I feel like my body just doesn't digest the food completely. It just, no matter yeah. what, no matter no. how healthy I eat, you know? Yes, exactly. I don't know how people do it. You know, like I, I think if I eat three times a day, it will be too heavy for me. <laughs> so are you typically eating like 11 and seven every day? Yeah, it's, it's around 11 and seven or sometime in the morning is normally just fruit. So it's not like a real meal. Okay. And then you'll have like a real meal at, like at seven o'clock. Yeah, normally at six, you know, five, six maximum is the latest, yeah. Uh, do you, and you don't snack at all between then? You're just, you're just drinking water? Just, just fruits, just fruits, honey. Honey is beautiful. So like I say, that it's extremely important to be prana food. The food what give you energy, like all the fruits give you energy, the honey give you energy. So that is extremely important you to see what you eat because you can't snack chips between and that's really not good for the body. <laughs> you know, it's no, it's no water inside. So our body is 75% water. So if you really want you to uh, make this body to work good and to have good digestive system, you need to eat fruits. They're 90% of water. And so they really can help you to digest and that can help you to your energy to increase. Mm -hmm. Totally. That makes a lot of sense. I'm going to I'm taking these notes right now. This is, this is big for me. I'm going to be implementing this and I'll circle back with you how that works. Cause I do intermittent, intermittent fasting right now, but I typically do three meals, like 11, three and seven, but I want to try doing like 11 and seven. And then obviously just some fruits in between. And if you, you have to see your body what need, you know, I, I don't believe in any system. I don't believe anyone. So <laughs> I, I learned in all my practices in all these uh, years, uh, the last 14 years, just believe in your experience, believe in what you feel. Like if you feel the body want to really eat, but you see from where you want to eat, from the habit or really need something, you know? So if you feel your body and check another day, the day, you try one day something, check another day how you feel. When you're awake in the morning, you're more aware, you're more happy, how you feel, you have more energy. You have really to find for yourself the best system. 
it's Sorry. all investigation. It's all to um, have this unbelievable this, conscious about what you do. Right, the self-discovery, this consciousness. So let's circle back to the, you ran one of Bulgaria's largest fashion and modeling agencies. So yeah. that was a whole different life for it seemed like. You did that for how long, 11 years? Yes, yes, yeah. And what, what inspired you to start that? And like, was that, uh, what was that journey like through that entrepreneurial career? I don't know. Uh, I think I'm born entrepreneur. I was maybe 11 years old when I started my entrepreneurship with painting and <laughs> painting the neighbors of me and uh, taking bonbons for that, you know, <laughs> painting, oh, like a, make a painting on their walls, you know. I was really good in that. So I, then I was 15 when I started modeling and uh, with 16 and a half already was the rebel in me was awakened and I see that this, something is wrong with the model agency what I was working for and I decided to open my first model agency. So I was 16 and a half when I opened my first model agency and very fast become huge because after communist time, in my country it was not many so we don't have big competition these years and yeah just for a couple of years we really become big and i become uh, one of in the biggest producer for the fashion tv shows and prime time shows and live shows and uh, i have an advertising agency and more than 500 models so it was huge business yes and i love that because i learned a lot and i learned how to create shows and to work with 400 people crew <laughs> 500 yeah. <laughs> managing 500 models must seem like no easy task <laughs> yeah they're a lot they're a lot they, they work over the whole world you know but yeah it's all you it's amazing to work with beautiful girls and boys young and fresh and who want to achieve something i love it yeah interesting so that whole thing that whole career kind of just taught you a lot about people because you love people Exactly, exactly. Like I was always feeling like a mother of the girls. Even I was sometime younger than them. I feel like a mother. I feel like, a, you know, you want to accommodate everybody, to make everybody happy, to find job for everybody. <laughs> and you've always just loved fashion to the point where you just look at outfits all day, just like, yep, yep, nope, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, it's not about, you know, if you say fashion, um, it's not just about outfit. I think uh, many people ask me why you're spiritual and you dress fashionable, you dress cool. Um, I just think that the fashion is something new you want to do. Uh, the human being have this striving for something new. The human being have striving to grow. And if we uh, just be simple, just be like a very humble and it's beautiful for our karma, but how we can grow. So like uh, you say, the technology, everything is happened because human beings want to achieve something more. That's fashion, even in technology is fashion, in the clothes is fashion, in the jewelry, whatever, what you do, even in the spirituality now is fashion. So that's why I believe the fashion is um, the striving for something new, the striving to express yourself differently and just really to make something beauty in this world because all designers work for that. All designers work just to bring beauty. Like I make my jewelry, I can't make simple jewelry, put one stone and just give to somebody and say, okay, that will help your life. But I want to make beauty. I want to create a painting. I want to create through the jewelry sculpture what people will say, oh my God, that is like, it's not from this world, you know? And that's inspired me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Segwaying into the jewelry. I mean, your jewelry is absolutely beautiful. If you guys yeah. haven't checked out her, your website, I think it's rosaliajewelry.com. Uh, yeah, Rosalia Jewelry. Rosalia, Rosalia Jewelry. It's always spelling very difficult. Yeah, with Z. <laughs> Rosalia. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's a beautiful name. I'm not used to. It's that. Italian. Yeah, it's Italian. I'm not Italian, but many many people think I am. Does you don't speak Italian? No, I don't. I don't. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. But your jewelry is amazing. Are you the key person when it comes to design? When it comes to designing yes. the actual pieces? Yes, yeah, so I'm the key person. So we start the drawing from the idea. So I make the first drawing. So then we have somebody who make the detail drawing and the construction drawing. And sometime model before to come out from production, we have five, six time come in and out, especially for the pieces. What is handmade is not easy job. Yeah, like we have a lot of one of a kind pieces. What is like I work a lot with the tantric pieces. What is the human bodies connected and through these human bodies, you create the piece. Um, it's really interesting work, yeah. Did it take a long time to get that process down for creation? Um, 
I have one jewelry. The name is um, the name is uh, Stream of Consciousness, and uh, it's about soulmates. And that is a like a pendant. What we like a necklace. Okay, a necklace. What we create six months in order to make the system right, the lock right, and all these human being bodies to move uh, like a stream of consciousness. It was amazing journey. Uh, but now it's more easier to do because we already create all the elements and uh, it's, but the first time is, yeah, the pilot model is not easy. What's the biggest challenge that you, you ran through when, when building this business? Uh, the biggest challenge for me was to educate people to not be scared from the difference. You know, uh, I have many times experience and people see my jewelry and they're, oh my God, it's so big. Oh my God, it's so different. And, uh, but the moment that they put on them and they wear it, they see the difference. So the biggest challenge was uh, to be able to include the fashion and the beauty and the spirituality and the formula of changing life in one and to be able to present on this way. Because some people that are afraid of spirituality, some people don't care about the beauty. So I united all that and I say, you know, we have to educate people. We have to grow and to make high-end jewelry for helping others because normally the spiritual jewelry is just very simple hippie mm-hmm. and cheap um, so i wanted to touch all the levels of people and to say we can make a jewelry for enlightenment what can be high-end you know yeah because your jewelry is all high-end stuff it's like Mostly. it's gorgeous it's beautiful what what is what was like the marketing behind that? Like, what did you find out of all the channels to be successful that you really saw maybe um, online sales explode, or or what was like was it word of mouth? Like, what channel really worked for you guys? I think it's word of mouth. I think uh, I survived so many years. Like, I have a stores in Bali and in Europe, and I survived many years through my stores because I see the stories. So people come into the stores. Oh my God, I don't want to go out from here. The energy is so beautiful. We have so many interesting things for people. They can check their aura. They can check their chakras or whatever. Um, and when I came to America, I decided, okay, I want to go a little bit more uh, to more people, not just to make a store. And we start just to connect to people and one by one we build this system of uh, amazing uh, people who wear our jewelry celebrity and uh, you know we have also like a, one of the collection especially jewelry for stars what is one of a kind never makes second one is very high end and we have the same time different kind of collection what even the normal people also can wear and enjoy and feel the difference you know yeah so that word of mouth is is huge the word of you- mouth your jewelry makes a statement, you know, people comment on it because it's big, it's bold. I see you got one on your hand. Yeah. What's yeah. your, what's like your all-time favorite piece that you've ever had? Like the one that means the most to you? Um, like I, like a, this ring, what I wear now, I really love. It's just like a green tourmaline. Uh, and it's, you know, when you really meet a lot of people, it's nice you to absorb the energy. So I love this piece and I wear it. Uh, but yeah, it's like normally I, I, I love to dress with black. <laughs> that is my thing. So I don't reflect any light on me because it's too much then. <laughs> so like I, I love really to wear like um, black jade or tourmaline or pink opal. No, it depends. It depends. Well, I definitely need to get a chain for myself. I need a fat crystal just to hang on the necklace. This thing doesn't really mean much to me. So I need to get something to, to compliment but it. You know this, I have a huge main collection. I, I love to make jewelry for men. I, because I really, I really think the man is so important as the woman and nobody in the jewelry business really think of them, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> I, I create huge collection for men and also for very elegant men and for very edgy men. Uh, so in order they to have the, the, also the possibility to heal and to feel the energy, you know? I'm just trying to get a dose of energy. All right. I'm a simple man. I just want to get a little dose of energy. <laughs> yes. But you can, like I say, you can, you, you can anytime come and see and just check our collection. We can make also something special. Is that in, is that in LA? Yeah. You, okay, yeah. cool. Where's your, where is yeah. that located? Uh, I have studio in Brentwood. Oh, nice. Nice. Do you, have you loved living in LA compared to Bali? 
I enjoy living in LA. I cannot compare them with Bali. They're very different. So uh, actually, um, when I come to America, the first two years, I don't want to come back to Bali because I've never come back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's so easy to live in Bali and to, you know, but I live here also close to the beach and uh, I have so many friends and I really enjoy the weather. It's, it's beautiful. I think LA is a gorgeous place. Energetically, it's amazing for people to achieve. It's very achieving city. And when you see these so much young people who want to be successful and so many uh, mature people who are successful, it's, um, it's amazing. The energy is beautiful. Yeah, it's a melting pot for sure. Yes. You know, yes. everyone that's, you know, was, was either too good for their hometown or wanted to make a change, they moved to LA. <laughs> Yes. No, I, I love LA. Yeah. If there was a, this is kind of like a staple thing that we, we like to ask our guests and it really kind of does a little self-reflection. And first of all, did you go to college? Oh yes. I'm a, I'm master. I'm business management. Business management. So yes. if you could go back in time to maybe the day after you got your business management degree and you could okay. have whispered to yourself, maybe one, two or three things that could have saved you a ton of time, energy, heartache, money, whatever. Just a few key lessons that you wish you learned earlier. And it can't be, I wouldn't change anything because it made me who I am. Like what were some, one of some of those things that you might've told yourself? Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I actually, I was pretty, I started to study because of my business. So I, I start my business on 16 and a half and I start to study on 17 because I want to understand how to manage business and what is that to make business, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, but if I go back now and um, I tell to this girl who, like, she was much more brave than me now. She was brave. She was like unstoppable. She was absolutely not giving up. Uh, the only thing is that she was like a maybe a little bit too worried for all the things, how they will be going. So like now I'm much more chill, like whatever what's happened, I know this thing can happen mistake. I know there's not everything perfectionist. In this moment, I was like a hundred percent want everything to be super perfect. And I was so unhappy if something is not perfect. So now uh, I learn how really to handle that and to understand that this imperfection is part of life. So the second one what I can say to this girl be amazing, be nice to people. So you have to handle people with respect, with love, with gratitude, with, you have really to respect everyone, human beings on your way and to create every day this beautiful karma. Not think just about the business, not think just about the, how to achieve the dreams and how to make the best show or how to make the best things, but you have to respect every human beings on this world because that is what creates your future. So that's something very important. Yeah. And then people are what makes it so special. We, it's, a, it's a recurring theme here. If you don't know, like loving people and having good friends and, and caring about people is the fundamental art of being happy. You know, exactly. you can have all the, all the pleasures in the world when it comes to physical material things, but nothing makes up for that, you know, close bond with other humans. And um, of course, uh, there's something what um, I know it without to know when I was so young, it's like a if you really put your business, the goal to be to help others, whatever, what is it? So when I was, my fashion business was how to help the girls to grow. When it's now how to help human beings to get awakened. Uh, you have really to have bigger goal than the money, bigger goal than yourself in order you to achieve the higher potential of everything. Yeah. Serving more people instead of just yes. thinking about it. It's yeah. amazing how that happens. <laughs> yeah. The more people, the more people you help, the more people that, the more wealth, the more love, all these things come into your life. And then if you can mix your career with something that makes you happy at the same time, then you hit the, you hit the lottery. And it seems like for you, you're literally selling something that means so much to you. I mean, the crystals you sell are just, I feel like every time someone purchases something, you give that smile right there, that big old smile, because you know how much it's going to mean to them. And it's a recurring thing. It's something they wear. It's, it becomes part of them. And I think that's exactly. really special. Exactly. exactly. It's amazing. It's, it's, uh, to make that what you love and to put all your heart inside is maybe the most biggest pleasure because 
70% from our time is work, actually, <laughs> if we're working. So, like, we, if we don't enjoy, if we don't make something significant, why we live, you know? Amen. And if there was one thing you could say to the person that's right on the cusp of jumping into saying entrepreneurship for the first time, they want to start their own jewelry company, they want to start their own fashion and modeling agency, uh, but they're scared, you know, or maybe they have things that in their life that are pushing them down, what would be something you would give their advice that are right on the cusp of doing it for the first time? You know, the, the biggest advice what I can give is like, uh, they have to understand. So everybody who wants to create a business, they have to understand that they have to be warrior. So where you're a warrior, there is no place for fear. Fear comes for everyone. I'm also scared. We, you are also scared. We are all scared sometimes. The difference between entrepreneur and the normal human being who is employed is the entrepreneur don't care about this fear. He just go through it. So yeah, the fear is there. You recognize, okay, thank you very much. Just to inform this, I can't be in danger, but I want to do my things. And you know, just go forward and just do it and don't think of nothing. And if you felt, you felt, you'll be stand up again. You'll be felt again. You'll be stand up again, but you'll be owner of your own life. You'll be not just slave with somebody. That was beautiful. That was magical. There it is. The art of the art of, of spirituality and enlightenment. Is there at what point, and, and I know we have to wrap this up, but at what point, no. at what point does someone hit enlightenment? Like what's the, what's the deal with that? You know, <laughs> that is very interesting to say. So the moment then you hit enlightenment, uh, it's also the moment then, it's not enlightenment, let's say there are many levels of enlightenment or awakening, but in the moment then you become a realized human being, then you become conscious human being, is the moment then you understand that everything is actually meaningless. And you have to live with this meaninglessness and to find again the meaning in meaninglessness. So it's very interesting. Many people say, oh, you have to find peace in life, you know? I don't say we have to find peace in life because peace in life, you know, when you go to die there or you can't just, you know, cut half of your brain already have peace. So for me to really get conscious, to really get awakened is to understand your super high potential and who you are beyond the mind, beyond the body. So who you are, who is the one who actually possess this body, who is the one who possess this mind, who is the one who you are. So that is the moment, the moment then you recognize yourself, then you recognize who you are beyond these two things, then you're the one who can create his own life. All right, I'm just going to start with a little bit of meditation because that was a lot. Okay. <laughs> but that makes a lot of sense. No, thank you for breaking that down because that's, that's next level. And are there a lot of people that take the vows of silence? And, and why two years instead of one year? Like after one year, were you just like, one sec, let me just do another one? Yes, that was my, uh, after every six months, I want to take more six months, you know, and um, I didn't want to stop even in two years. And I, I know one day I'll be make uh, maybe longer, maybe I want to make a three to seven years as well. I really think that is the fastest way to understand who you are. That's the fastest way to understand the wisdom or to, to awake the wisdom inside you. Let's say that that's maybe the good way to say that, to awake this wisdom and to uh, really follow your path and to know why you're here, why we're human beings or whatever. If you don't speak for two years, do you forget a little bit how to speak when you start to speak again? <laughs> you don't forget how to speak. You just don't <laughs> want to speak, you know, like you're like a kind of why I have to speak is so much energy, you know, the moment you speak, you spend energy. You just try daily to cut your words on half and you see this, you need less to sleep, you need less to, um, you know, less food and everything. So the, the speaking is one of the biggest energy spender. And if we speak nonsense and you speak things that is not important, it's absolutely wasting of energy and time. So that's why if you just get conscious of that's what you speak and speak just when you need, when you have to say something nice, when you have to help people, uh, I think that's the first step, you know. Amazing. And you're still working out during all this, correct? Like, are you working out? Of course you out? have to work out. If you don't work out, the, the body will say, like, I don't want anymore. <laughs> Especially if it's after 30, you know. And are you doing it alongside other people? What do you mean? When you do this, the long periods of silence? Um, like, is it a big group where you go in for six months and it's all prepared? No, no, no. I'm alone. I've okay. always been alone. I always been alone. So I make retreats for uh, people to make silence, but I never do for other people more than 10 days. 
So oh, you do yeah. ret- you do retreats? Oh yeah, yeah, I do retreats. I do silence retreats, professional silence retreats uh, with people three to ten days in silence, and also kind of yeah, many wow. different. Wow, that's something I would love to inquire about. Yes, yeah, we have amazing programs. Yeah. Okay, cool. Where do I, where do people find out more about that? Um, so. Like I say, jewelry is one of the extension of my wisdom and it's rosaliajewelry.com and all my retreats, seminars, my new books and all my events, I make also musical there on rosaliajourney.com. Rosalia, okay, got that. Yeah, so that's my two lines. Like uh, I work, uh, Rosalia Journey is more to people to find their high potential, all the practices, all the musicals what I work with and uh, the books what I, at least now second book, so like yeah if if you to all the audience right now listening to this i would like to hear in direct messages or however you you feel free if you would ever consider doing a long-term vow of silence me no just to the audience okay yeah it'd be interesting to see who who would do something like that that's it seems like one of those things that you dip your toes into before you know it you're dropping two years I, I think people have to know first what is the feeling of that and they have to make first a trial, you know, and uh, because like I say, the many of the methods and many of the practice, what I do, they don't require people to be two years in silence. That was my journey. But I hope for the people who you help, for them to be one hour or to be two hours, they just to start from something small. They can achieve the same what I achieved because I was just on searching now the energy is much more ready for the people, even they don't get so long silence. But it's so important, at least daily, 30 minutes, you to be just with yourself, you just to be alone and connect to yourself, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because these days we're always pulling up our phone whenever we have that time too. Yeah, we, we, don't, even, we don't even connect to ourselves. We connect just to the phones and we try to live life what is not so real, yeah. 30 minutes a day is what you recommend every human do. Yes, 30 minutes alone. You don't need to do anything. No need meditation, no need nothing. Just contemplate about yourself, about life, about what you want in the day, what you want to do in your life, why you're there. So just stop and just feel yourself. All right, I'm feeling myself. This, this is an absolute fantastic conversation that I'm going to have to re-listen to because there's a lot of stuff here. So I appreciate you so much for coming on the show. I know everyone is very appreciative of the knowledge and the energy and the excitement and just overall good vibes you bring. I know you're a very busy human and you're running around doing a million things at once. So your time is is super appreciated. Is there anything else you'd like to share with people before we end up or, or maybe tell them a little bit how they can follow you? I just want first to tell tell you, thank you. You're amazing. So I feel your energy and it was so easy to be here. So for the old people, I just want to say something. I want to say I love you so much. And I want really to share that every one of us have absolutely possibility to find their high potential, to feel joy and to be happy. And we really need to search for that. We don't need to settle for nothing down and please search your happiness and really search for something better and understand what is the human beings who have amazing quality. And if you need my help, I'm in rosaliajewelry.com or rosaliajourney.com. I'm so happy to help everybody who connect to me. You're an angel. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll definitely have to do this again sometime. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time.